here. But listen, we had to cover our bases first. Yeah. No, so. I like that. And like, that's a good, <laughs> like, in slow, soft entry into like, because like if I. Yeah, Is it a I, slow, I, soft entry, Kendall? <laughs> right? Like my non-surgical that's hands would have fucked that whole thing up. Yeah. That's what you said. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have been like, so what you do is you take four fingers and you put them up Stop and it. under and then just right in there. I can't do it. I can't oh, for sure. Do. For sure. Anyway. OK, that's it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. Say that shit. Woof. Cheers. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Amateur Intellectuals, the podcast where we talk about some stuff, we drink and we laugh. That's about it. Um, I'm here with my co-host, Kendall. Hey, girl. Hi, and I'm Caitlin. Um, And we are going to cover something a little risque today. So uh, I have a lot of notes. So let's just jump into the topic. Let's do it. Yes. Okay. This is a little, uh, a little, uh, what's the word? Like, I feel like, mm, what is the word? Uh, bound. Mm, uh, <laughs> a, little, a little bound, a little, uh, a little opposite the mainstream. I feel we're going to get, Rebel. we're going we're gonna to touch on some of these things that, uh, people are going to go, hmm, they're going to raise their eyebrows a little bit. It's fine. And I know our moms both listen to this, so let's be careful. I know. I was literally just like, please, God, if there's one. Don't let my mom misunderstand. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm going to ask you a really personal question. Do okay. it. Yes. Okay. Would you or would you not have a dad? I'm not asking if you have. Not asking. Be very careful. <laughs> would you or would you not? Have sex on a beach if given the opportunity. Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why? Why? What is it about it? Um. Okay, we're gonna get into this <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like I have this like conflicting thing. <laughs> I make this such a bigger deal than it actually is because I don't know. I think it's like half faith, half animal, half gay, half. I'm up to three hours. There's a lot of halves. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I'm like a bit of an exhibitionist and like, fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like it might get, I might hate it, but like my thing is like try anything once. If you hate it, don't do it again. Yeah, I like that philosophy and I'm like that in a lot of things. I but want, not this. I want to say, <laughs> I want so much to say that I would say yes. I want that to be who I am. But at the end of the day, I am a type A. I hate it, yep. but I'm a type A today, tomorrow, forever. <laughs> so I'm thinking. Caitlin for president. Here, here, so here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I think. When you, if somebody presented that question to me, like, oh, like, do you want to do this? It sounds so great. I'm thinking there's going to be sand in places I don't want. Absolutely. I'm thinking yeah. cold waves in unexpected moments. I'm thinking 
anxiety of people seeing and calling the police on us. It's like the police is like my biggest. How am I going to explain myself in shame back to Brene? (laughs) I'm just the worst. I I wish I wasn't, but I'm not. So that said, one time Greg and I were on a very like innocent date at the beach in Michigan in our 20s. Honest to God, it was an innocent, like we were just hanging out at night on the beach, watching the waves. And we saw a car in the nearby parking lot and it was rocking a little bit. Uh And there were some silhouettes with the streetlights. Nice. They were in some, you know, provocative positions. See, I love that. I mean, get it where you can. I don't care. I don't judge. Exactly. I do not care. I do not care. I'm not the Karen that's going to call the police on you. I do not care. I do not care. We were laughing so hard that I thought that they would definitely hear. Like I was cackling like a coyote in the (laughs) night because I thought it was so funny that it was happening. How old? too old to be laughing like that like 26 i don't know 25 i feel like we were married (laughs) we were married at that point and i was laughing like a freaking teenager but anyway i was just thinking about that when we were about to open this episode up just like Katy perry teenage dream Mm mm-hmm like, I feel so fucking cheated out of and like, don't get me wrong. I'm no Katy Perry like Stan. I don't even know the fucking words, but there's something about that song that gets me fucking emotional because it's like kids like fucked around and like had a great time doing stupid, foolish shit when they were in high school. And I didn't. And I just feel like I missed my fucking opportunity because <laughs> now I look like a fucking ancient grandma and like uh-uh. everything's gone. And I mean, now like they all have like kids and shit and they're like 18. So. And chubby and balding and <laughs> you on the other no, that's hand me. are aging like a fine wine so get ready because the best times are ahead of you look I to hope. romance novels because <laughs> they are your future okay i'm telling you you didn't miss anything it was just i think i think just being a teenager is just super awkward and then you look back on it remember when we had the puberty episode episode 01 yes it was a lot of like oh well just think of that think of that that's so true so don't don't rose colored glasses it i think as an adult you can have so much more authority and um like privilege over your sexuality and just ownership that's what i mean ownership over your sexuality so don't worry about it at all you didn't miss anything okay (laughs) okay here is the topic in case anybody is really not picking up what we're throwing down. <laughs> we are talking about sex today. Let's now. talk about sex, baby. Yes. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do talk about sex, baby. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. That was the whitest way. <laughs> baby. Let's, let's do talk me. about sex, baby. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. when I was researching this topic, I was so excited. I was like, we're going to go on the forefront. We're going to talk about all this stuff. It's going to be so easy and we have so much to say. And right. then I went down all these different rabbit holes and I was like, oh, no, I <laughs> have to stay so focused on this. I can't deviate from the plan. So right. 
I'm going to leave it up to us, you and me, to decide later if we want to talk about things that deviate from this this episode, like an expansion pack of this Cards Against Humanity. You know what I'm Love saying? Love that. Yes. Because there, there are, I mean, you can talk about sex in so many different lights, right? You can talk about fetishes and right. psychological reasons for fetishes. You can talk right. about psycho uh sorry, sex sexuality in terms of gender identity. You can talk about right. sexuality and religion. You can talk about hetero versus um homo versus bi experiences and the development therein. You can talk about yeah. sexual pathology, which is uh, you know, I like the pathological stuff. <laughs> I wouldn't go to fetish level, but I would go to general interest level. Like Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy had a sexual pathology, right? He murdered women, but it was a sexual reason that he did it. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Was doesn't he matter. the one? He's not the one that was gay. Uh, no, was he, he he ruined women. Ted Bundy was pure straight murderer. Pure straight like white male murder hate women hate the thing you love situation anyway got you on that happy note (laughs) (laughs) the drink of this episode is going to be a sex on the beach Uh so okay for the recipe i went with the popular opinion there's a lot of different variations on this recipe because it's so famous um on wikipedia Because we're scientists. That's right. Um, They listed the recipe, which is approved by the International Bartenders Association. Okay, that's something. Well, I don't know. IBA. I mean, that's a thing. It's got. They pay dues, so. Right. It could mean something. Yeah. It could be the NRA, but. I mean, mm. (laughs) I doubt it. If people are if, if people are in a club to drink, then to you know it's true. <laughs> anyway, to make this, you need a hurricane glass if you're fancy. Um, anything that holds liquid if you're not fancy. <laughs> uh, if you're trashy like us, Tupperware will do. Yep. What is that? An old milk carton? Fine. Sounds good. <laughs> it holds <Anyway>. more. <laughs> And no one can see how full it is. Okay. <clears throat> you need... Okay, this this recipe, I feel a little bit like an idiot because when I looked it up, I was like, mm, this is going to be kind of dumb, but I'm not changing it because <laughs> I have a lot of research to do. So four centiliters of vodka. I don't know what a centiliter is, but apparently it's an international measurement. I don't either. Although I, I think it started in America, a centiliter. So a uh, one hundredth of a liter. Of a liter. Math was not my strong suit. Um, <clears throat> America needs to get off of this fuckery with just making up measurements. This is bullshit. Listen, I know. <clears throat> so I have to stop <clears throat> because it's very dramatic. Okay. <laughs> Save your drama for the moments that matter. Okay. So then two centiliters of peach schnapps. Here we are again. Here we go. With the peach schnapps, Kendall. I'm helping you finish that bottle is what it's I'm doing. It's just a kick in the ass. That's right. Don't, don't buy another one. We're just finishing. And then we'll change suit. <laughs> Um, we need four centiliters of orange juice. I use orange juice in this recipe, but you can use grapefruit juice instead. Uh, okay. But listen, live your best life. Do what's right for you. I don't care. I don't like grapefruit juice myself, but if you like it better, do that. 
Oh my God. And then four centiliters of cranberry juice. And then as an extra little surprise, a dash of lemon juice, if you so wish. Love that's that. It. So mix all that together and then, you know, bottoms up. Tasty wasty. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, off subject, but I just really quick would like to do a plug for um, a website that does not know we exist and they do not pay us in any way at all. <laughs> Cocktailbuilder.com. Greg and I have used this website for years. And if I'm honest, it is bookmarked on our favorites page uh, because you just list the things that you have in your fridge or your liquor cabinet and it'll come up with a cocktail recipe for you. So anyway, there you go. We're so generous with our name that. dropping. There you I go. Remember you telling me about that because y'all used to have like a night yeah where Friday. you would just uh-huh, Today, that's right we that's are filming right. or filming we are recording on friday and friday was our fun sin friday night shot night fnsn so that's where we got our inspiration from anyway okay on to our topic for the day the thing we all have angst about or have weird inexplicable dreams about whatever sex Kendall, have you ever had a sex dream ever in your life where you're like, you wake up and you're like, huh? (laughs) Yeah, actually, I had one recently and I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, what the fuck was that? It's normal. Everybody does. And like sometimes you wake up and you're like, that was not a person (laughs) 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 I would have ever wanted in my, you know, choice bank. Anyway, swipe your card. So, okay, well, okay, that's that's very normal. That's very normal. So, let's dig into the history of sex because that's what everybody wants to get into, right? Not the nitty gritty. How do you even the boring do that? History. So, obviously, there's so much. Like, I feel like such a bad researcher because there's got to be so much not covered. I mean. You've got evolution to talk about. You've got Neanderthals. Holy fuck. Homo sapiens. I'm not even, I can't even. Adam and Steve. Adam and Steve. Adam and Eve. I can't. There's too much. So I'm going to just do my best in a very, the most broad brush that has ever broad brushed before. Work. Here we go. India. (laughs) 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 India had their heterosexuality figured out long before the rest of us. So high five to the heteros in India. (laughs) (laughs) They are the ones that developed Kama Sutra. So have you ever heard of Kama Sutra? yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Kama Sutra is like a manual. It's like a sex manual. It's like a book that people can go to. And I don't know. It's like the life to erotic living. It's like the goop before goop ever gooped. (laughs) Come on. Wait, that's uh, Gwyneth. Yeah, it is. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying like it was this new age thing back then where they're like, you know, we all do it. Let's just write some notes and like collectively organize our thoughts on this. <laughs> right. Like I'm going to watch you and then you watch me and then let's collaborate. And like, let's get creative. We got right. one life to live. <laughs> FOMO. Let's just do this. So 
Psychology Today says that the English translation dates back to only 1883, which is not that long ago. Um, And it was published only uh, one time in America in 1962. So, okay, one time in the 60s, they went, oh my God, there's a sex book from India. That sounds cool. Let's like bring this to America. Uh, Quote, its author, this is from Psychology Today. Quote, its author, English Army officer Richard Burton, tortured the, <laughs> tortured the text to shoehorn it into Victorian views about sexuality, notably that only men experience sexual desire and pleasure and that women are simply oh. passive, my favorite word ever, receptacles <laughs> for men's lust. The real Kama Sutra expresses much different and more contemporary attitudes. And he sounds like a sweetheart. I mean, get it, Rich. Thank what you. What the fuck? First dude. of all, if a woman is ever referred to as a receptacle <laughs> for anything. Sorry, that's my cat. <laughs> your cat's offended. <laughs> your cat is as offended as I am. A receptacle? He called her a what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> A receptacle for men's lust is the what you say when then I respond, leave, leave the room. That's what I say when somebody Report, says that. block, delete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will fight you. I will take off my earrings and I will fight you. Is that like written? Like he's like verbatim. That's what the fuck he said. No, it wasn't what he said, like verbatim. It was how he translated it. So he trans. So it was like all this stuff that was actually kind of pure in Indian uh, language. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm a not fucking idiot. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is because I'm a white privileged idiot. So <clears throat> anyway, sorry, I keep clearing my throat. Anyway. Uh, he translated it to say like, oh, this and this and this and this. And then later people said they went back and they looked at it in the 1960s. And they're like, oh, wait, there's a lot of stuff here that like says that the woman can kind of have can kind of have a role too <laughs> in this original text. I don't know why he wrote it. So when he wrote it, when he translated it, this English army officer, uh, Richard, his I would argue his nickname is Dick, which is the ultimate <laughs> irony. Um, he left out all the pieces about like, well, women can have a role in this too and actually participate. Like they don't have to just be a receptacle for men's lust. I mean, I can't. I can't. Unbelievable. It makes me so angry. Anyway, it's fine. It's all fine. I will meditate on it. It'll be fine. So... Fortunately, somebody went, hmm, nah, that doesn't seem right <laughs> before us. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. And they said, let me take my translation knowledge about how I can convert this and fix it. So, quote, happily in 2009, some 1,700, <laughs> 1,700 years after the book first appeared, Oxford University Press published a little noticed translation by Wendy Doniger, a professor of religious history. Anyway, we're very scientific here. Um, They right Burton's wrongs and reveal the Kama Sutra as a guide to an eroticized life. 
Okay. A professor of religion. Yeah. A religious history. Yeah. Said, I translated this and there's some things that you're missing here. There's just one side of the story. So, okay. They're, they were ahead of their time, obviously, when they wrote this Kama Sutra in India when they did. Right. But it didn't hit all the nails on the head even after it was translated. So, like, it was very, very modern. Um, women are as sexual as men, it said, and men should provide them with erotic pleasure and orgasms, too. Like, they should both be on this. What? Right. Yay! Win for society. But <laughs> equality? Is that what that is? <gasps> wait, what? Oh my god. Did we get here finally? Oh, wait. They ruined it. Wait for it. It also <laughs> says <laughs> they almost had it. They almost had it. What did they fuck up? They said that um if women uh stubbornly spurn men's men's advances, like, no, thank you. You're gross. I am not into that. I'm not into you. Thank you so much. Men are justified in raping them. What the f- Oxford said that? The Kama Sutra book said that. And oh, that's the what Kama Oxford Sutra. transcribed. So Ooh. they almost had it. They were like, women are sexual beings too, and they should have it and like get it and like give them that liberation but also if they tell you no like just hold them down <laughs> just fucking take it <laughs> that's not okay believable that's not okay unbelievable and also for whatever it's worth i'm just gonna drop this here and leave it just just you know don't invest i'm just gonna throw it <laughs> i'm just gonna throw it down <laughs> they also said for advances they were they also said they did not approve of oral sex at all no oral sex at all so I'm just going to leave that. I'm just going to There it is. How We're do just you gonna... fill a book without including like the. There's a lot of creativity. That, Wheelbarrow. I mean, that... Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of shit in there. I okay. would think that would be like 80% of it. <laughs> well, it would be a longer book. <laughs> Probably critically acclaimed. <laughs> Jesus. If it was complete. Okay. So I couldn't do this because that was like, that was a very heterosexual book. It was very much designed for a man and a woman and all the ways that they could turn each other on and whatever. I couldn't. Right. I, so from there in my research, I couldn't be like, oh, like onto the advances of heterosexual experience. I had to do a little bit of homosexual history. So I did. Work. I mean, it's not great. Just again, don't invest. <laughs> I'm sure it's just like men were created that were attracted to men and then they fucked each other relentlessly. And they loved it. And then they punished (laughs) others for doing the exact same thing. It's fine. It's fine. Right. Let it run through you, not into Lindsey Graham. We are looking at you, Matthew Gates. We are looking at you. I was about to just... I love your quote. Say their names. <laughs> <laughs> I've got more, um, but I don't have enough money to protect myself. So I'm just going to be quiet for right tell now. Tell me about it. I mean, we're small now, but they can always look back. Okay. You give me one motherfucking minute, Will Smith, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> just because I want to go on a date, really. Listen, aggression is love. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Homosexual history. This is a very, like, if I have to be honest, I looked this up. There were, I looked at Britannica.com because Britannica is 
tends to be pretty factual and whatever. So right. I'm not completely pleased with this. I'm just going to, I have to just put that out there. I'm not completely pleased with this, it, whatever, whether it is or it isn't, or maybe I'm just not happy with the news that they bring. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, for those heteros who have just landed on earth or have come up from under a rock, right. Encyclopedia Britannica says homosexuality is... Oh, God. Sexual interest in and attraction to members of one's own sex. The term gay is frequently used as a synonym for homosexual. Female homosexuality is often referred to as lesbianism. Listen, I don't disagree with that. Like, we know. Okay. You'll see. You'll see. Just don't even get it out. You'll you'll just know. (laughs) It's fine. At different times and in different cultures... Homosexual behavior has been variously approved of, tolerated, punished, and banned. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Oh my God. <laughs> I not heard. News. This just in. Homosexuality was not uncommon in ancient Greece and Rome. See. Obviously. And the relationships between adult and adolescent males in particular have become a chief focus of Western classicists in recent years. So, like, that means, like, art and history and everything. Like, it was it was accepted. There was no issue. It was just a mainstream thing. Okay. Judeo-Christian, as well as Muslim Fuck cultures. everything up. It's the Abrahamic faiths. Generally perceived homosexual behavior as sinful. I'm quoting all this from a website. I don't know. It'll be in the show notes because I don't care. <laughs> Many Jewish and Christian leaders, however, have gone to great lengths to make clear that it is, including Chick-fil-A, that it is the acts of and not the individuals or even their, quote, inclination or orientation that their faiths prescribe others from factions within mainstream Protestantism, Protestantism, there we go, to organizations of reform rabbis have advocated on theological as well as social grounds, the full acceptance of homosexuals and their relationships. Yay! We need a clap. Everyone's innovation. Yeah, there are some religions that are starting I mean, yeah, to come some. around. That's yeah, what they're that's saying. True. They're saying there's some relation or sorry, some religions that are starting to come around and say, listen, we don't care. If you love God and God loves you, this is all we care about. We don't care about right. anything else. And 10%. We just want that 10%. So I mean, inching along. Inching and limping along, but we're getting there. We're moving forward. Okay. The American Psychiatric Association, for example. This is so offensive. Oh, my God. Okay. They declassified, which means they made it no longer a thing. Right. Ready? Egosyntonic homosexuality. So they what that was, was until 1973... They said it was a mental illness. And yeah. then in 1973, they were like, I'm sorry, egocentric homosexuality means a person is content with their homosexuality. It means I'm okay right. with who I am. Pride. That was a mental illness until yeah. 1973. I'm so angry. It's fine. I'm yeah. 
<laughs> when they use like the same thing, like like I think just recently they changed the technical medical terms for like trans folk as like uh, they use like dysmorphia or, or uh, it, it's real common for that kind of stuff. They just they. Yeah, I need a rattle like from a rattlesnake. Yes. So that people oh my can God. be warned that this is dangerous territory. Oh, my God. Fair we would just do the argument. whole time. Just I'm telling you, I, it makes me so angry. It's fine. It's fine. <clears throat> Let it move through. Meditate. That's right. It's we good. Okay. Some religious groups, this is such a big surprise, I know, continue to emphasize <laughs> that therapy helps cure homosexuality through prayer, counseling, behavior modification. Their claims to success, however, are controversial. <laughs> what? It doesn't work? <laughs> Anyway, I hate everyone. Moving on. I'm trying what? to remember. There was a, there was a, a like a TV a televangelist who was gay. Rattle, rattle, rattle. <laughs> we gotta get some of those. That would be so fun. It would literally Let's just get be some a whole show though. for the podcast. Yeah. They won't know the difference. It'll be our rattlers. I know what those are. We used to have one back when I was growing up in the church. <laughs> We had like a, it's not what, it doesn't look how you think it would look. Um, it's like a ball on a stick. Balls on a stick. And. That's what I don't she know. said. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> <bitch>, me too. <laughs> oh my God. So the uh, evangelist, tell me. That was gay. And then he was like touting the kids program of. Uh, you know, basic conversion therapy. But he would also like have his, like he would be sitting there talking to the person and he was like, now I'm still gay. I just don't partake in the sinliness of being gay. And I'm like, girl, you are, mm-mm, honey, you was just running them escorts. <laughs> yes, girl. I saw you just the other day at the tan room. Girl, don't fuck around with me. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Okay. <laughs> Let it move through you. <laughs> I keep saying it until it doesn't hurt anymore. Okay. <clears throat> it's all fine. All right. So I will say, uh, I, I couldn't go down this rabbit hole too much because like we could make a whole episode on this. And I really, for time only, I like moved it in another direction. But the last thing that I'll say on this is that one of the issues that were and you know still has a stigma for gay men i don't speak for gay men i'm just saying from the research in the last two decades um is that you know aids was deemed a gay man's disease yeah all over the world aids was transmitted and still is uh principally by heterosexual sex but in the United States and in some European uh, countries, it was pretty prevalent at in the 90s and whatever in urban gay communities. So it got a really bad stigma and that was a sexually transmitted thing. So the only reason that I bring it up is that it was a misnomer, right? It was a mislabel of uh, a whole group of people based right. on this thing. So I just had to like throw it down. Ugh. Okay. Moving on. Let's get back to the heatier, jazzier stuff. Okay. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the world. Okay. <laughs> so 
There's a famous <laughs> poem about sex. Okay. You ready? Uh, sure. I'm not going to read it to you. because. Oh, care. damn. Okay. I'm just going to quote little excerpts of it. There okay. are two young hetero lovers, quote, okay. aching with... Di- I'm too immature for this episode. <laughs> I'm going to try to be an adult. Okay. Quote, aching with desire. Mm-hmm. Not my words, obviously. Okay. There's an article in a magazine everyone goes to for their sexual kicks. Newsweek. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh. oh. Newsweek doesn't go. Newsweek to... isn't one of those. No, <laughs> no it's the opposite. <laughs> it's the opposite. You're looking to tone it down. <laughs> it says, quote, the man lingers over his lover's eyes and hair on her teeth, lips, temples, neck and breasts until he arrives at the Mount of Myrrh. All of Oh, what I the know, fuck? I know, I know. I hate it as much as you do. Okay. All of you is beautiful, my love. He says, there is no flaw in you. So that's like a quote oh, from sweet. this poem that we're talking about. Okay. Okay. The girl returns his lust and says, my lover thrust his hand. <laughs> I can't do it. Through the hole. Yes. She just called it that? She just said that. She did. Straight the hole? The hole. Yeah. She well, says. Name her. She says. And my insides groaned nope. because of him. Okay. No, that was your outs. Okay. Where was that poem? Right? Where was it? Oh, my God. How how juicy was it? Shakespeare? No, it was the it's Bible. Been, it was in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that coming? Um, it's. No um, pun intended. Oh, nice. <laughs> I hate yeah. myself. I hate the, myself. Oh, I can't remember. It's not like Leviticus. It's it's the story of... If you win this, I'm going to tell you what it is. But if you get it before I tell you, you win. Is it... You win all the points. I win. Um, okay, so I know that like somewhere in there he talks about like she was longing for his dick. It was the schlong <laughs> the size Quote. of a donkey's. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You got it. You got it. Is it Solomon? Song of Solomon? Oh my God. I'm a fucking biblicist. Get you're an angel. You're an angel. You are Angel Gabriel (laughs) down from heaven. You are exactly correct. It was the Song of Solomon. Song of Solomon. It took me a second, but yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Good job. Thank you. It was uh, a poem. That uh, likely went back to like pagan love songs, whatever, Egypt, 1200 years before the birth of Jesus. So anybody who argues that it was not OK, it was 1200 years before Jesus said it wasn't. So <laughs> that's my that's <laughs> and my can argument. We talk- Okay, I saw this TikTok the other day. It was like this cute little gay boy. And he was like, okay, there's like four things I don't understand. One, the wind. Where does it start? Where does it end? How does that shit happen? <laughs> Two, how do airplanes fly? And it goes like on this cute thing. And it was fabulous. And I loved it. But I love like, it. I wanted to do one just, just like, Jesus? Okay, so like, we've just all accepted that this woman's just randomly impregnated and like we're good with that like we're just good with that it wasn't clearly her boyfriend joseph it was god and it was just magic and like nobody like no one is gonna be like now wait no one okay well that's fine everyone just Uh, accepts this hello looks around hello a donkey no one no one's going 
Nah, she she got busy with somebody else. No, right. I know, I know. I'm on the same page with you. Like, just kind of bizarre. I'm telling you, like, remember the Incubus episode with Dreams? Yes. And it was like, it was a demon. It definitely exactly. wasn't that boyfriend that I had. <laughs> Sneaking, <laughs> Sneaking in at seven. Exactly. It's so blasphemous, but it's not untrue. Okay. <clears throat> It's just science. I'm so sorry for your all <laughs> loss. If you're listening to this, you shouldn't be that type of a person anyway. So <laughs> you, should you, you should That's be friendly. You should be friendlies anyway. Right. Okay. Behind enemy lines here. Okay. So listen, I had a hard time. Like I had 45 pages, not not literally. I had a lot of pages of notes about the Bible and sex because I had so much. I like again the Virgin Mary and whatever. Yeah. But I needed I needed to stay on topic. So I'm only touching on that little bit for now. Okay. With the Bible. But we need to do a separate episode on sex in the Bible because it is its own hour plus. Plus, because yeah, I couldn't. It was so hard. It was like leaving my children in the dust. I was like, I get, I want to take you with me. I, <laughs> I want to take you with me, but I can't. And we come from similar, yeah. And like, there's probably uh, like I would say like the American experience is probably more than fifty percent people grow up in at least some sort of uh, church something. Oh yeah. I think so. we all did. I think our generation is going to probably teach less. I think it's probably diluted. So I think anyone our age who was raised religiously in any kind of denomination is probably less like, like, I think it's less likely like, that our children will be raised in a religion. Yes. But again, that's like, how many hours do you have? <laughs> I don't, I don't have enough words to like go over this, but okay. That okay, would be right, so right. fun. We'll do that Let's soon. go back to the sexy stuff. Okay. 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 It's so, okay. I move through you. <laughs> I'm going to say it 15 more times. Okay. Quote, sexual intimacy outside of a public lifelong commitment between a man and a woman is not in accordance with God's creating or redeeming purposes, end quote, explains Richard Mao, Mew, Mew, I don't know, M-O-U-W. <laughs> President of Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California. Liberals may wish the Bible were more permissive on sex, conservative religious scholars say, but it's not. These battles, I, that was his view. Like, uh, it's fine. Leave it. Just don't take the bait. Just leave it over there. It's fine. If you want to just be sexually suppressed your whole life, that's on you. Babe. That's fine. Live your best or suppressed life. Right. Fine. It's fine. These battles over the quote right interpretation are, of course, as old as the Bible itself. I'm taking this again from an article because I was lazy and didn't paraphrase it. So I'll put it in the show notes. Thank you, article. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> in today's culture wars, the Bible, specifically a one man, one woman argument from the book of Genesis, is employed by the Christian right to oppose gay marriage. However, mm. there are people who aren't on this antiquated train and have helped translate the Bible into the 21st century. So one of those people is Jennifer Wright 
noosed. I'm gonna do nust. I'm gonna do more attempt at justice and not, you know, exclaim her name offensively like I was doing with the other person. <laughs> A religion. She's a religion professor at Boston University, and she's also an ordained minister in the American Baptist Church. She says the Bible doesn't have to be an invader conquering bodies and wills with its pronouncements and demands. It can also be a partner in the complicated dance of figuring out what it means to live in bodies that are filled with longing. Say get that shit, fucking it. Mary. Get Say that it, shit. Jennifer. Get it. Is that her name, Jennifer? Thank you, yeah. Jen. Get it. Now, if you could just write a couple more books to put in there that are more specific, I would really appreciate it. But I mean, I'm Absolutely. not going to read it. Absolutely. I mean, on the right track, at least. But yeah. So, no, yeah. We'll take I'm that. I'm telling you. Like, I, uh, I was like, when I read that, I was like, girl. And she's a minister in the Baptist church. She, love that. She, emphasis on she is a minister in the Baptist church. Okay. She and a guy named Michael Coogan, I don't know, say the song of Solomon is about unmarried sex outside the conventions of family and community. Okay. Work. I'm going to take a very slight tangent off my notes that has, you can cut this out if it is deviating too far, but my favorite song ever is Hallelujah. Do you know that song? Hallelujah. Rufus yep. Rain. I'm going to yep. fuck. You, Rufus? Yeah. And, no. and he's hot. Like, yes, yes, did you is. know? Yes, he is and was. Wasn't is today. Is he dead? No, he's still alive. I just mean oh, okay. he was when he was young and he still is today. Um, no. Uh, that song is like my favorite song. Well, they make references to Samson in the Bible, whatever, not whatever. Women are terrible. They cut your hair and cut you down and whatever. Typical right. Bible. They're the right. women are the worst. Blame They'll the ruin women. you, but we also love them, but we're going to hate them. But the Bathsheba one, like I mm -hmm. really, it's my favorite song. And I have such a love hate relationship with it because she's just trying to take a fucking bath. She is a wife on the roof. So it says, I don't know if you remember that song, but it says, mm -hmm. I saw her bathing on the roof. Her beauty Shit, hold on. We're gonna do this. In the moon in the moonlight. Over through, over through ya. Ya. Yeah. Uh-huh. She Fucking, saw you. She yeah. tied you then, to a then kitchen it chair. To Samson and Delilah. She tied she tied you to the kitchen chair. She Broke, broke your throne, throne she cut, she your, cut hair. your hair. Because mm -hmm. women are the worst, obviously. We're all Only because venomous. Samson wasn't fucking strong enough. I'm like, Wait. cut your hair or don't. That's not my <laughs> problem. That's anyway. so funny you mentioned that because I was literally just today listening to Regina Spector's song about yeah. that. Yeah, Samson. I love that uh -huh. song. I love that song. So anyway, I had a real issue with Bathsheba because she was married and she, like, the guy came in and was like, oh, like, I'm going to, like, get rid of your husband so I can, right? In the Bible? Yeah, it was King like, David. Yeah, King David, because he's a king, so who cares? He's the king, he can do what he wants. Right. It's like Donald Trump, whenever he, like, just puts a mint in and he's like, grab him by the pussy. It's the same thing. <laughs> That's exactly the same thing. She's just over there <laughs> trying to get clean. She's just had a hard day. She's just trying to be herself. And here we are. Like, she's just trying to enjoy the moon. Right. And then there's this skis over there that's, like, lusting after her that's going to... Uh, anyway, I have issue with that, but that's... Yeah, it's just fucked up. She was just having a rosé. Uh, 
angry, you're angry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Click, click, the- clicks aggressively through my notes. It's fine. I'm not angry. Okay. So, back to sex. <laughs> Okay, so remember we were talking a little bit about religion, (laughs) as you may remember from a moment ago. There's a Monty Python sketch in The Meaning of Life. I don't know if you saw it, where there are are two. There's Catholics and there's Protestants. The Catholics keep dropping out babies, like, out of the womb. They keep, like, falling out of the womb (laughs) like it's nothing. And there's, like, 50 kids in the house, and they're all like, oh. Like you and you and you and you come with me, and there's there's seriously like uh, like a whole chorus of kids, while the Protestants are judging them from across the street, and the Protestant couple says like they have two kids because they because they've had sex twice, but hypothetically they could have sex as much as they wanted because they have contraception and. You know, the stupid Catholics don't. So there's something real there. I mean, again, back to sex. It's just about sex and religion is its whole thing. The Catholics didn't believe in contraception or birth control. So if you had birth control, you were sinning because God intended for you to have as many children as you should have. Which is just, I mean, there were people in poverty and what it's just confusing and awful. And then on the other side of the spectrum, there were Protestants and they make fun of them for like being so like stick up the ass or whatever. But like in fairness, they were like, well, we have contraception, so we're going to control our life. Anyway, that's the whole sex and religion thing from the Western world that I care to dive into. There's so much more. I'm ignorant. I'm not going to do more because we don't have 100 years. Of a podcast. Okay. On to more sciencey stuff because I can't do religion anymore. Makes me sad. Yeah. That's yeah. like, um, I wrote a note here because I was like, well, like, and I kind of already like grazed this earlier because like I feel like cheated by like, because Teenage Dream and all that. Like half of that mm-hmm. has to do with, and like it's more than fucking half of that to get back to three halves. Like, it's a hundred percent the church. And I shit mm-hmm. you not this weekend. Oh my God. I'm about to be 27 on Sunday. Fuck me. <gasps> Your birthday's yeah. on Sunday? It's on I'm Sunday. an asshole. I'm no. That's important no, information. Do, no, that's important not, information to I me. Do nope, not give a fuck. Can't do it. <laughs> I have a I am a Leo, but it's so not about the birthday. I'm just so like Leo. That's it. 27. Um, 27 is the age. You got to be careful. 27 is the age. It's the coming to Jesus fuck, age. You're right. That's when it's everybody dies. Yep. You're not gonna though. Because you're nah. going to hold it together. I'm you're just, just going right to come to some realizations. <laughs> yeah. Realize, realize, realize. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I like that attitude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So the church, the church, and like, I've, okay. So like, I've been, I want to do a podcast on racism. I want to do a podcast yes, on please. the protests. I want to do a podcast yes, on like all this stuff. Um, because I've been talking about that stuff with people and like the way that I've figured out how to like help people understand because they're so goddamned defensive of themselves. I didn't do anything wrong. And I'm like, okay, well, okay, let's yep. take the blame. Let's take the shame out of it for a second. Let's talk about things being in your bones because of the systems in place that it literally gets into you and mm-hmm. it has nothing not to do fault. with you. It's yeah, not right. your fault. Not your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, what the fuck? 
that fucking church did to my bones, two things, actually. They cut the tip of my dick off. The most sensitive part of the human fucking body, for a man anyway. They just cut that bitch off. Just like, here's, you're welcome to the world. Let's cut it off, burn it off. Have a great life. Thank you for that. feel shame. Cue Brene Brown. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they like pounded her. <laughs> <laughs> they pounded <laughs> into me this like ideal that like it's not right regardless like homosexuality yeah. homosex especially but like any sex and so like my friends are literally having like even like with coronavirus my friends are having okay not friends my friends have friends are having like sex parties and like just passing out stds which i'm not mm. in bsf but at the same time mm-hmm. i'm just like sitting on the sideline sobbing like yeah yeah i gotta respect my body and like i fucking hate that so much i just want to like Grow my armpit hair out and fucking live. <laughs> and I'm pissed about it. End I'm of telling rant. you. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Because here's the thing. Historically speaking, and again, I, I tout my badge of minoring in history in a bachelor's degree. So I have no authority whatsoever. In, in other words, people have been behaving in homosexual relationships for millennia Uh and culturally we throw them under the bus and say oh my god what is wrong with you and it is so primitive like it's just so primitive and it's garbage because if you again remember we talked about i keep alluding to all the other episodes but remember when we talked about um you were talking about Brene in a bar with somebody. Remember in the last episode, oh, yeah. and you were saying yeah. we were like transcending. Remember you were saying like yeah. we were communicating in a way that nobody else could understand because we were connecting. Yeah. That is like the same template of like uh, homosexual relationships, the homosexual experience. Like it's this, <laughs> like you cannot judge it. Like it's a new fucking thing. And like you're not better <laughs> because it turns out that you like just, you know, put it somewhere different than somebody else. It doesn't right. matter. It doesn't right. matter. So anyway, sorry. So no, I'm just, be. it was so tempting. Like, I watched that Hannah Gatsby. If you haven't watched it, oh my God, you have to watch it. Hannah Gatsby stand-up comedy. She's got two on Netflix right now. Nanette and Douglas. Oh my God. In that order. Watch Nanette first. Watch Douglas second. Oh my God. Anyway, one of the things she says is like, one of the things I'm going to do to you in this this comedy special is I'm going to like leave bait for you. Don't pick it up. Cause like it's easy to pick it up, but like leave it fucking there. And then later she says it, and she's like, "You idiots! Like leave it. It was bait. It's the same thing. Like the whole narrative of this for me is fucking bait, and I want to like take it." And she's like, "Don't take the bait." I'm like, "I'm a turtle. I'm gonna take it anyway." Okay. This is a really good episode. <laughs> Love it. 
<laughs> Love it. Take the bait, it's girl. Derailed. It's fine. Okay. So back to sex. Boring. Yes. The boring stats on sex. Okay. Like a good hetero that I am. Here we go. <laughs> Numbers. <laughs> Numbers. <laughs> Let's take all the sexiness out of sex and just the ness in the sex. Okay. Experts say that humans have been anatomically the same for the most part for about a hundred thousand years. So what that means is what we enjoy now our, it was the same shit. our ancestors enjoyed the same way or like to, to very limited <laughs> extremes. Okay. Right. So what gets us off? <laughs> okay. I'm just thinking of ancient douches. Think about all the like ancient weirdos in a cave. <laughs> watching weird like animals or whatever. Like, oh, that's the like bestiality guy of the old times. <laughs> That's the, that's the necrophilia guy of the old times, too. Sorry, that went dark. Sorry, I can't help it. Okay. No, no, you know that was, I mean, you know it's, there was a, a thing. it's all the same. They didn't right? understand. They didn't right. understand. There were no cultural norms then. Okay. Right. Doesn't matter. It's your grandfather. It's my grandfather. We have to live with it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Poppy. <laughs> Grateful. I shouldn't lead this when I've had as much wine as I've had. Uh, okay. Okay. University of Toronto psychologist Edward Shorter. He'll be so grateful that we mentioned him in our podcast. Says, quote, just as our bodies tell us what we might like to eat or when we should go to sleep. They lay down for us the pattern of lust. Sex has always offered pleasure. So he's saying basically, just as, you know, you're hungry, what are you craving? It's the same thing. It's just a basic fundamental chemical thing. And so what you're sexually attracted to and when you're sexually attracted to it is completely within the realm of your biology, right? Right. It's like stardust. Buy that. I completely buy I that. I totally, yeah. Ship it. It's not like I, I'm into what I'm into. I don't know that I can explain it, but I'm into what I'm into. Yeah. Uh, which offline we can talk about because we're friends, but I'm not going to talk about it on here. Okay. <clears throat> I will. Because we're close. No, you won't. No, you <laughs> won't. <laughs> we will talk about it off air. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cultural restraints have obviously had an impact on our sexual history. So how in the last hundred thousand years, cultural restraints have said, this is okay. This is not okay. This is where you should be comfortable. This is where you should be ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. This is our biggest, this is our biggest fuck up. Like this is it right here. Exactly. You're exactly right. That's not to say that, excuse me, cultural norms keep, people from exploring taboo things That's like right. you know like hey, i'm Blood into buddy. that let's try especially <laughs> like we're in a relationship of trust let's let's try some things yeah but what's been changed is what we admit to openly so yeah. archaeologist an archaeologist said this an archaeologist his name is timothy taylor said 
listen, we do what we do. Culture dictates it, but what, and culture then says what we, what we openly say we do, but we've always felt what we felt. That's what he's saying. So, uh, just saying. That's spot on. It is. It is. And like, tell me somebody that doesn't have that experience. Okay. Like, whatever you feel, you feel. Oh yeah. And like, I'm not an ex, obviously. Like, I mean, I don't. You are an amateur intellectual, so own that that shit. I am. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Let me get comfortable on this podium. Yes, please. Um, Toss your hair. Girl, I met this girl in college. Gorgeous, stunning. She is like supermodel, ridiculous, so hot. Cool hair already. Cool. She was so cool because specifically, yeah. Hate her more. Cool. And this is so nuts. She is like super pro. Let's talk about masturbation. Let's talk about pleasure. Let's talk about fulfillment. Let's talk about stress. Let's talk, and like, like does it like on her Instagram stories and then we'll like screenshot her dad's response to those like, God damn it again. And she's like, yeah, don't look if you don't want to. But like every time it's one of my best friend's birthday, I always buy them a new vibrator and I'm always <gasps> passing out like new toys. And I'm always asking people like what they want and what, like what to fulfill them with. And like, it's so fucking cool to watch. Yeah. And like, it's inspired me. Like, I don't know. I just, I want to give her a shout out, but I don't like, I didn't like reach out to her before doing all this, but she's just so fucking cool about that shit. And it's just like, I, like, I'm not like, I don't, and she had like a fucking, uh, she might uh, majored in social work. So like, she just has like all of the like right ways to do it all the time. Always. Let's talk to her on a future episode. Oh my about like sex evolution and like how to be better sexually equipped. And you can lead that episode. I would she could lead that episode. I can't lead that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I would we be like, do you have a, a cucumber guests. and a microwave? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like, there's something to be said about the freedom. Like, who cares? I, who cares? Who cares? Calm the fuck down. And like, if it makes you a better person and calms you down and gets you to a place that you can understand the world better, do it. And I feel like- Whatever the fuck makes you less of a dumpster fire shithead, do that more often. Whatever that is. If you're going to be an asshole, do less of that and do whatever (laughs) you need to do. To not be that. Actually, there's a part of this in my notes that we're going to get to because that actually is science based about being an asshole and not having sex. We're going to talk about it. It's oh, fine. yeah. Oh, yeah. For no, sure. it's real. There's a real scientific backing for that. So your instincts are right. Say on. their names. <laughs> <laughs> That's so okay. Shady. Okay. So um, the idea it culturally. <laughs> That there's a sexual line that we can't cross, um, but often is crossed, right? Like, I'm going to do it anyway because, you know, nobody's looking. That feeling, right, right? right? It's so much older than Eve's temptation by the serpent, going back to the Bible. Right. Um, 
So whoever I just quoted, <laughs> we are professional. <laughs> Timothy Taylor said that in his book, The History of Sex, Four Million Years of Human Sexual Culture. Four million. He said, I mean, mm, 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 monkeys doing monkeys for a long time. <laughs> Until, mm, I don't know. So he said that. And I thought, okay, that's pretty you know, good. That's pretty like that resonates. I'm, I buy that. Um, most psychologists agree that religion, I know you're going to find this like offensively, not true. I'm being so sarcastic right now. Religion holds (laughs) a strong sway over the mind's attitude toward the body's carnal desires. Let me rephrase religion is a cock block for whatever (laughs) you're feeling. Whether you're a woman, a man, straight, like gay, lesbian, bi, doesn't matter. Non-binary, doesn't matter. Whatever you're feeling, asexual, doesn't matter. Religion tends to make you feel shame in that. that. Unless you are a boring missionary once a month kind of Get it on. Let's make some babies. That's it. Because <laughs> 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 I was just because I was like, I just recently finished Waco. That's not true. It was like fucking years ago. I finished Waco on Paramount. And it's like mm-hmm. they, they specifically mention like cults target sex and like religions target sex. And yeah, like they, da, 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 da. they try and, to make it seem weird. like the revolution. Don't yeah. cults do that? Like, we're the revolution of sex? Like, we're going to do the anti-establishment thing? Is that what they do? Well, no. Like, it's like it's just how, it's like how people, big organizations, and I guess in the example of Waco, even small ones can, like, manipulate shame around sex to get Fit. what they want out of people. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. nuts, because people just need to be like, I'm going to fucking do my gig, and you can fuck off. Well, nobody has that self-actualized level. Like most people are so vulnerable in their sexuality, even heterosexuals. A lot of heterosexuals are weird about what they want and communicating that to another person. So let alone the obstacles of, I imagine, again, I don't speak. I, I can't ever be in the narrative of a, of a, a homosexual relationship because I've never lived it. But like, let alone the constraints and and sexual like you know obstacles that you have to go through but like even in a hetero situation you feel like where's the level of trust that we can do this this and this and again not going to do this in a public setting but like it takes a lot of time yeah it takes a lot of time and trust and inching forward in trust until you feel like, okay, I'm comfortable to do X, Y, Z with this person. Right. And that's normal. That's completely normal. You can have a relationship with someone. You can have a casual relationship with someone if there's trust. Like, there it is. That's all it is at the end of the day. And like, ugh, anything else can be exploited and can be explained as like a sin Easy. It's an easy target. But at the end of the day, it's just a vulnerable area. And we don't know how to, like, you know, communicate that, let alone 
like stand for it. We can't stand on that platform because we're not right. even sure where we land, right? Like, right. It, it, it's just normal. I think it's just a normal, like, sad situation. We need to. <laughs> I'm kidding. So I'm kidding. But we need to sad. raise our children with like the sexual revolution. Like, no, absolutely. No, no. Like, watch fucking like, and this is a poor example, kind of, only kind of though. But like bonobos are like sexual beings, and they like trade favors <laughs> for like sex. And like, maybe we don't need to go that far. But like, <laughs> we're pretty yeah, fucking similar to them. Kendall, so I know like, exactly what bonobos are, and I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Exhibitionism. Don't Literally give a like, fuck. Literally, like, give me that apple, and I'll it's fuck time. you for it. It's time. Hello. It's time. That's what the fuck we've Get been doing here. anyway. Right. I'll I mean, give you a house if you let me fuck you regularly. You know, it's shit like that. There is something real in that. There absolutely is. Kendall, yeah. you're right. Like, you're right. There's something so honest I'm so sick of the dishonesty and there's something so honest about just like, listen, I want you because I like what you're about. I see this. I see what's in front of me. I want it. You interested? No. Okay, that's fine. Like, I'm not going to like hurt you. I'm interested. Like, I get it. I get the science. I get the science of it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) This is such a hard topic. There's so much to cover. Okay. So. You had the in history, we we all we all had medieval times where people smell bad and their teeth were gross and disease was rampant <laughs> and I mean sexy woof <laughs> that along with stern religious beliefs, right? That nobody questioned meant that there was like this sort of sexual like nah it's not worth it right because they smell bad that guy's gross that right. you know i mean i There's can imagine fungus. that just imagine like you're in like a like you know you're not a wealthy person that can bathe once a month or whatever yeah. you're like somebody that's like not bathed in years you're just covered in layers uh. of dirt and your neighbor's covered in dirt. And maybe he was cute when he was, you know, 15 <laughs> before his teeth rotted out. But now he's like kind of losing his teeth and, you know, limping because he has, you know, fucking leprosy. Or <laughs> but get yours, girl. You got to get it where you can. And you're like, I mean, I'm feeling him, but I'm not like, <laughs> like, Girl, I get it. Medieval girl, I get you. Then fast forward. We've got the 1800s. You're talking the Industrial Revolution. You're talking Mm -hmm. fully clothed. You're talking science is coming in and replacing a lot of superstition. And like people are physically closer together because you've got the big cities. You've got New York. You've got Chicago, right? You've got people physically into cities now. Sex going to happen. <laughs> People like, on top of each other, on top of each other. That's right. Physically, figuratively, literally. <laughs> All the things. Yes, honey. I'm telling you. So, okay. Like, the fine. Like, I accept that. Okay, fine. Then you've got, fast forward, 1800s, blah, blah, blah. That all happened. Then you fast forward. You've got 1960s. You've got free love, aka sex with... Anyone Drugs. slash everyone. <laughs> oh, girl. 
girl. <laughs> I had in my notes psychedelic drugs. Thank drugs. you. Thank you. You have the birth control pill, the start of birth control. So oh, women work. actually have liberation. L- women can say, oh, my God, I'm not going to like Get die f- from childbirth. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to have a baby to raise for the next 20 years. Oh, my God. Like, get it. Game changer. <laughs> what did y'all think was going to happen? <laughs> right. Now they're wanting a right to vote. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> How dare you have rights? <laughs> Sexual liberation, women, garbage. Okay. This brings me to William Masters and Virginia Johnson. These are two people that are important to sex. I know you haven't heard of them because who has? Who has? I didn't until I did. So, okay. They were two researchers of human sexuality at Washington University in the 1950s and 60s in Missouri. Okay, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Researchers in Missouri, 1950s. Among other things, they came up with the book on human sexual response which is a four-stage model of what the body does in response to sexual stimulation. There was actually a show on this that um, lasted for, I don't know, four seasons or something on Showtime. It's a good show. Anyway. Okay. The four stages are excitement. And this is for women and men. Excitement. Plateau. Orgasm, resolution. You didn't think I was going to not ignore the meaty stuff, right? I'm going to get to it. Here we go. Okay. Excitement, plateau, orgasm, resolution. Resolution. I went to the boring stuff first to tease you. (laughs) 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 Yawn. I'm so, what time is it? (laughs) Yeah. Foreplay. Foreplay. Okay. For the most part, we know what happens to men and women separately when they get excited, right? We know what happens. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, woman, woman, if you're man, man, if you're man, woman, we know what happens, like physiologically, for the most part, what happens. (laughs) Don't worry. Don't you worry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to teach you some things. Don't worry. More than you're ever gonna want to (laughs) know okay (laughs) okay here's what happens when they get excited um and some things that just both men and women share when they get aroused okay okay increased heart rate we know yes breathing rate you breathe heavier i hate that it's uh, yeah Mm -hmm, that's true blood pressure right that also happens like you it goes up you hate the... Hold on. One second. I'm not trying to, like, invade in your winded. private space. I don't like being fucking winded for that shit. It's like, I'm like... <laughs> and it's like, fucking hell. I'm trying to make this, like, but intimate and special and nice. And, like, the one think, time every six years it happens. I what? think the girls... I mean, I, I can't... Again, I can't speak for anybody else. But, like, girls do that. And, like, guys tend to really like that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just know. saying, I tend to really like when women get winded. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. I have a child. So <laughs> it happened by God's 
you know, pure Gabriel came down and told me that <laughs> I was going to have a daughter. Ta-da. She's awesome. And I did nothing wrong. Okay. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> okay. So we know that there's um, just, again, from like a science, like a doctor perspective. Okay. We've got heart rate. We've got breathing. We've got blood pressure. Everything goes up. (sighs) It's time to get busy. Yep. We know. Also, there is something called vasocongestion. Now, this happens not with all people, but it happens in the skin. This is what is known as sex flush. You are... A what how how can I put this? You are a fair complexioned beautiful specimen male. I have to imagine I'm not getting weird. We're in the proximity. Oh, you want to see pics? Yeah, I'm I'm red. (laughs) (laughs) That hurt my lungs. I laughed so hard, so quick. Okay. I'm just saying, as a fair complected man, I assume that you flush in the times of arousal. I'm not asking. I'm just laying it down. You can flush say whatever. Means red or white? Yeah, red. You get red. flushed. Like you oh, blush. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know, in the times. So it says that... Um, it occurs 50 to 75% of the time in women and only 25% in men. So you're a rare thing. You're a first quarter kind of, if you, if you do, if you do. I'm a pioneer Um, woman. Listen, this is inappropriate and I shouldn't share because we know our moms are listening, but I flush too. It's our skin tone Come and our gen- on. I flush. It's not our fault. It's not our fault. It's not our fault. There was a lady a long time ago. I worked at a bakery and she walked in. I was in high school and she walked in. And she was like, oh my God, your skin is like porcelain. She said, I know it's not right now and you may never actually see it through. But once that skin tone comes in, you will be gorgeous. Because, you know, like, does that mean? <laughs> isn't that, that so skin nice? Skin tone comes in, you'll be gorgeous. Start like, over. <laughs> <laughs> she meant like because like tanning and like being like orange and Cheeto and all that was like it, it is still in. You know, once we all fucking I mean, get fried I by the gamma rays in the stomach, but I also understand the flattery. So she I've been told well. that too. You and I both. I mean, I, I've been told that too. I've been told I'm a porcelain doll. I've been told yeah. that more times in my life than I care to share. You're a porcelain doll. You're a porcelain doll. Don't go and in just, the sun. I just think You're of toilets. A doll. And I'm like, every time. Okay, well, I'm going to haunt you like a fucking <laughs> voodoo ghost doll. That's yeah. right. <laughs> can you? I can see. I've got on both arms. I've got veins near the surface, and I can see them both going into my chest. Can you see veins around your body? Um, symptom of being fair, my dear. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like I can do yes, like a couple. I am I can translucent trace. as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm super proud of it. Up my legs, all the things. Super proud. Not really. Um, please someone send the sun to me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be so much prettier. Okay. Just here we go. Ready? Ready. 
Um, there are things that happen to both men and women that we share. Translucent. But I'm a lady. Right. So look it up it? if you want to know more. But I will are say. Are you going to see pics? Because yeah, I'm not around. that much of a lady. <laughs> excitement, plateau, orgasm, and resolution. Okay? Those are the four scientific phases of when you're getting ready to get busy. Right. So we talked about excitement. Now we're on to plateau. Plateau, also known as Fucking. edging. Oh. Edging. <laughs> Flush means you know what that means. red or white. Knows <laughs> yeah. What that means. Red. Oh, yeah. Uh, in short, oh, yeah. scientifically speaking, increased heart rate, breathing in both, like men and women both experience the same thing, like just biologically. Increased muscle tension. We know. Okay. Also, men and women begin. <laughs> I can't get through this. I'm not an adult. Men and women begin to vocalize involuntarily at this stage. That's so they bullshit. start making noises. You can be quiet if you want to be. <laughs> if you have to be fucking quiet, you'll be quiet. I disagree. No. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Come on, Greg. This is what dangerous. This is dangerous. Please. <laughs> Family. Don't listen. <laughs> Okay. We can I'm talk ready. about shiitake mushrooms coming out my booty hole. That makes Renee, it better. We need to talk about my shame. <laughs> I need 45 minutes. <laughs> anyway, so that happens with both men and women in this stage. It's very normal. So I want people to know if that's what's happening to you, that's fine. It's very normal if you're vocalizing without intention. Same. Yeah. And then, um, Prolonged time in this phase, this plateau phase, is what yeah. leads to sexual frustration. So if there's a lot of teasing and like nothing, like we're not getting to the point, um, there can be a lot of, you know, the, the anger. That Interesting. Into, uh, anger specifically? Yeah. I mean, sexual huh. frustration. So like, you know, like, you know, where are we? Why, why aren't we here yet? Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to ask you because we're in a public space, but I, I kind of want to ask you if you've ever been sexually frustrated, but I'm not yeah, going to ask you. No, girl, I, I literally like this kind of shit does not even kind of phase me. Um, yeah, but I thought sexual frustration was actually like on the other end. I thought it was like. No. I no, thought it's sexual more frustration like, get it like, moving, let's go. Like, let's, like, we're here. Like, let's, come on. Like, no more. Oh, for sure. Like, no more playing around. Let's get to it. That kind for of thing. sure, I've had sex that, like, didn't lead to climax. But, like, was it frustrating? I guess. But, like, I was also no. probably just fucking hammered. Like, you're also just a nice person. So, you're <laughs> probably just like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Later, you're, if you're going to get like, like a, exactly, do you want to get a, get a Dr. Pepper, <laughs> and then we can talk about my feelings some more. Yeah. Or. Like, if you just want to go to sleep, that's fine. Like, <laughs> no, no, like, no, like, sexual frustration is like, ugh, God, how do, how do, how does one do this without revealing? I I understand <laughs> it. I just didn't ever even think it. Who the fuck is trying to break into my house? <laughs> Somebody want to come get my goodies, girl. <laughs> I, that's so weird. 
Um, sorry. The yeah okay so like it's it's like why like because it's a lot of work and it can become painful so it's like why the fuck aren't we like and like what's happening psychologically or emotionally or whatever to prevent us from getting to what right I understand it but yeah like I think it's more I think it's less cerebral meaning like less of your brain and I think it's more like we're close I'm close to this feeling of satisfaction and then maybe something stops or something goes not the way that it was working in a minute. And it's more right. primal. So, like, then you feel more like, like, it's not so much articulate as it is like, that's the actual anger and frustration like you're talking about that makes sense yeah it's more that like you're getting there and like anyway i don't know i'm a virgin i have a daughter i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) she was immaculate okay (laughs) moving on (laughs) so then the next phase you've got the plateau whatever now you move on to orgasm There are contradictions. Oh, sorry. Contradictions. I read my notes wrong. So sorry. There are contractions. Oh, work. Okay. Contractions involved. And it's the peak of sexual excitement. I'm going to leave it there. We all know. Or if you don't, then you got a bright future ahead of you. So it's great. Just, you know, it'll just work. become dependent on it and then it'll ruin most of your life. But it's great. Yeah, and we're really no, thankful. It, no, it's fine. And also, like, you have to do it every day to live through the day. It's fine. <laughs> just kidding. You will just build kidding. and lose relationships because of it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it'll dictate every relationship every, you'll ever have. Uh, <laughs> How good can we have it? Standing okay. O. <laughs> okay. Then the fourth phase is resolution. So yeah. the muscles relax, the blood pressure drops, everything slows down. And it it's like the <laughs> it's the get out phase if you're not in a committed relationship. Like get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> you <laughs> but, have no idea what you signed up for. Run. Or in a in a committed relationship, it's like just like get out of my space. I need a minute. Yeah, that is what I need a shower now. Excuse me. Hi. Sorry, my dogs are being very rude. Hey, good dog. Okay. Interesting. I was weirded out by like the resolution, but I guess that could be. It's just like, like the. It's that moment when you're done and everything is starting to lower. It's just that moment where it's like, <sighs> okay, yeah, we're fine. Like that feeling which if you could just fucking i guess that's what probably Bottle most drugs that. are yeah exactly yeah no same like that's Oof. the best feeling ever yeah. um remember the four stages were by william masters and virginia johnson those were the the two women uh, nope nope those were the man and <sighs> there was a man <laughs> <laughs> Some woman. And the two together, as researchers, decided that this was what the four stages of sexuality was. Okay. We talked about that. Okay. Hooray. We got there. Okay. So let's talk about sex and the effects on your life, like a human life. Healthline says 
beyond the obvious, sexual intercourse has many healthy benefits. It can help you feel happier, healthier, and live a longer life. Oh my God, a revolutionary. It can also protect against disease and possibly prevent cancer. Wow. Here, we explore some of the additional benefits that having sex can give you, it says. So, here we go. It reduces stress. Surprise. Oh, my God, I'm so stressed. Oh, I'm not so stressed. <laughs> it so stress literally anymore. is like that. It's crazy. Ooh. Suddenly, the world seems a little less stressful. Yeah. Those who have less sex tend to work more to make yep. up for the lack of fulfillment in their lives. Wow. And then the more work you have, the more stress you have, the more stress you have, the less sex you have. So it's a vicious circle. Wow. Huh? Sex is good for your heart. Obs. It's a cardiovascular situation. Work out. Yeah. Right. You have better self-esteem. Because True somebody's macking on you and grubbing all over you. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm grubbable. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. So, yeah. I mean, obviously. Sex relieves pain because it releases the feel-good hormone oxytocin. So as you get older, if you have sex and you've got like, oh, my hip hurts or whatever. <laughs> throw that bitch out. <laughs> just like you threw it out, but like it also feels better because like, you know. You pushed it on somebody. <laughs> nice. Listen, I it's love science. That. You can't argue with science. Sex protects against prostate cancer in men mm -hmm. 50 and older. So they said that studies found that men that were that age that had more sex more than once a week did better Damn. scientifically in terms of prostate cancer. So if they had regular sex... They, you know, were use use it or lose it, I guess. That's insensitive. Sorry. But you know <laughs> I just you got know, it. My bad. <laughs> you I like know, it. Like have sex regularly and you are truly like it's like eating a tomato in the cancer stopping, you know, science. Like you eat a tomato every day, you stop it's an cancer. Apple, isn't it? It's an apple a day. I mean, tomatoes are tomatoes supposed too? to be. I love yeah, tomatoes. Tom tomatoes are supposed to stop cancer, but so is getting it on. So do both of those things. Maybe at the same time. If that's your thing. Listen, nobody judges you. Orgasm also improves sperm quality in men. So if you want smart, healthy babies, then you better regularly wink or Put it in something, something. for someone. <laughs> I'm just saying. I live. You can look at the smart kids and go, that dad wanked a lot. That was a lot going on. <laughs> or had sex a lot with a lot of people. I don't know. But either way. <laughs> Good for them. Anyway, get it. Get it where you can. <clears throat> okay. So now we're going to go to a quote. Sex is a is a chance for couples to explore their passions. We know that, right? You can explore and like play and like push boundaries. That's fine. Um, you can connect with one another. You can enjoy your relationship. Yes. All day. Yes. Like yeah. do that. Explore. Test your boundaries. Get weird. All day. Please. Please do. 
It also has several additional benefits that are icing on the cake. Of course, to maintain a healthy sex life, don't forget to practice safe sex. Right. Use, use protection, especially if you're not in a monogamous. A monogamous relationship and get tested for sexually transmitted infections regularly. I mean, we have to just say that because don't be irresponsible. I mean, play, test your boundaries, but do so in a safe place. Like don't, don't trust that people are going to do it for you. That's all. Just, yeah. just, you know, and that goes for anybody. Yeah, for sure. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Okay. So finally, I hope this was not like two hours long. I'm so sorry. I don't know time. Here we go. Sex facts. Just interesting little sex nugget facts. Because you know I can't get through it. I I almost went to sex pathology and I was like, no, let's keep it light. She's not as dark. (laughs) Don't present to the world all your dysfunction at once. (laughs) Ease them into it. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) some sex facts are you ready from buzzfeed very scientific here we go thank you hillary wardle we should tag her in this uh, when we do it on social there was an empress of russia which is like a queen but bigger super queen empress you know like the emperor but female in the 18th century named catherine the great Mm -hmm. She employed girls and eunuchs as foot ticklers to turn her on. Now, a eunuch is a man who has had his testicles removed often to fulfill the duties for noble women. So in other words, like a man said, here, care for my women, but oof, Let me don't take that. get your kicks. Here, I'm going to neuter you so that wow. you don't get any ideas. Um, fun side note, eunuchs were also made before puberty so that they could continue to hit the high notes in choirs, but they were called, um, not eunuchs, they were called castrados. Castrated, castrated, wow. castrados. That's real? Soprano. Yeah, it's a real thing. Wow. Um, so they could hit the high notes of a little boy without ever growing up. Because, like, you know, the choir is important, more important than, you know, your biology. Anyway, wow. fine. Let it move through you. <laughs> Not <laughs> That's in nuts. you. It's fine. Anyway, so Catherine the Great would hire eunuchs and women to tickle her feet to turn her on. Like when she was in the mood for her husband, the king, or whatever he was. I don't know. Um, They would also tell obscene stories because, I mean, they didn't have romance novels and porn and all the things. So that was the only thing. So they would hire somebody like, you're my porn guy. (laughs) Like, you're the guy. Tell me the craziest story you can think of. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me the dirty things you can so that I can have sex with my husband later. Wow. That was a thing in a formal setting. Might I add, with corsets and stuff. How bizarre. Okay. I know. I, <laughs> I know. This isn't even the worst of it. I'm so sorry in advance. Cock rings yes. were used. Yes. They were used around um, 1200 uh, AD in China. Damn. Which is super early. Good job, China. Fireworks <laughs> and cock rings. Uh. They did it. They <laughs> did it. And math. We also stand. Did that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, what were they made of? You ask those car intestines. Because it could have almost been normal. Oh, see, you're on it. The, there were condoms made of intestines, but that wasn't that wasn't this. Good job, though. You're on the right page <laughs> in terms of like cutting up an animal. Um, the <sighs> eyelids of goats. What so like the, the eyelashes, fuck? the eyelashes and the eyelids of goats. So can we just take a second and step back? That means that someone at one time saw a goat over uh-uh. there blinking. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, <laughs> just I blinking put my dick through the back end of that. And goes, yep, that looks like something I can get my dick around. <laughs> that is insanity. <laughs> and like the eyelashes so is like sorry. a merkin. I can't. I'm telling you. And guess what? You know what the worst part is? You can buy them today. No, no, the fuck you can't. So can I can I make a really um, (sighs) inappropriate joke? Yes. (laughs) I hate myself. I hate myself already. I hate I hate it. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't give me the time of day. I don't deserve it. Those poor goats never saw it coming. (laughs) (laughs) I regret it. I regret it immediately. That's good. I regret it immediately. I hate myself. It's heinous. I know. I know. I'm so sorry for those poor, beautiful, pure creatures. (laughs) Oh my God. You can buy them today. Like no, as a thing, I guess it's organic. I don't know. I hate, no, I hate everything. I hate. It. I hate it all. I regret it all. I'm just bringing you the information. I'm not. That's right. So I'm not selling don't it. Don't shoot the okay. messenger. Petting parties were a thing in the 1920s. So first, second, third base usually happened, but not sexy time. So people would get together in the 1920s when they were drinking and hanging out and they would go to first, second and third base. It was like a key party, like where, you you know, a key party in the 1970s. Yeah, Yeah, it was like that. But 1920s version. So they'd make out, they'd pet each other and then go home. Hooray. Wow. Or as much as they could in the 20s, but still being virginal. Okay. Victorian doctors, so Victorian era, sorry, Victorian era means Queen Victoria. So I don't know. I don't know what that is. 1800s. Um, Victorian doctors used to masturbate their female patients to calm their hysteria, which hysteria could mean anxiety, irritability, nervousness, Whoa. any fucking thing about the patriarchy. Not Weird. bitter. It's fine. So actually, separately, vibrators were invented for this reason. So the joke's on you, doctor, because you just <laughs> made a machine <laughs> to replace you. So suck it. Love it. Figuratively and literally. Okay. You could buy, another fact, you could buy sex guidebooks in 18th century London. This is fascinating to me. Listen. Prostitution was legal, so you could read this manual, this guidebook, about all the things that girls were willing to do, what their prices were, how attractive they were, and what their prices were, their techniques. So men would buy this and go like, okay, I'm going to like work the streets of London, but I don't know what I'm doing, so here's the book. Like, are you willing to do page three? Like, that was what they were doing. I'm telling you. That's interesting. I never knew that. 
London, too. Yeah. Okay. I'm almost done. Ancient Roman women would buy the sweat and dirt from their favorite gladiator skin. No, thanks. To use as an aphrodisiac. Nope. Nope. They'd put it in moisturizer and lube. Nope. Nope. So you smell like <laughs> a manly, sweaty death armpit situation. I'm just going to like get that off of you and put it in my lotion. I'm going to put that in my Neutrogena. <laughs> no, my, face, my wash. face Anyway, uh-uh. well, they didn't have a lot. They didn't have television. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got to make it last. They were like, mm, woof, that man smell. Okay, which gladiators were prisoners so they weren't washed often Mm -mm. so i just need to put that in there okay next one medieval women knew how to fake virginity get it the woman was expected to be a virgin when she was married obviously but men weren't because they could just slut around town and nothing mattered but obviously the math doesn't add up, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> How many men to women are fucking whores? Okay. Right. Uh, anyway. So if she if she wasn't a virgin, this is kind of gross, but listen, girls got to do what a girl's got to do. She would put a leech on her lady parts the day before her wedding. Nice. To nice. let it bleed and scab. Yep. Genius. And then... When it was time for the maritals, the next night. The nuptials. The nuptials. There would be blood. And it was like, oh. And she would trick her new husband. Wow. Get it. Whatever you need to do. Whatever you need to do. Patriarchy. Do what you need to do. I support you. In 1500s France. This is the last one. And then we're just going to throw another little. I don't know, something. I don't know. My notes are chaos. Okay. In 1500s France, a woman could divorce her husband if she could prove he was impotent so he couldn't get an erection. Yes, work. To prove it. Are you ready for this? I just feel like the venomous women. I just, ah, I just, okay. To prove it, he would have to make himself ejaculate in front of a jury or have sex with his wife in front of a jury. So, okay. <laughs> Unless you're into exhibitionist You're you know, never going to get it out. And, yeah. I don't blame him. I don't blame him no, if he can't get it up in can... front of a jury. That's intimidating. I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, my God. Did they see my, like, stomach? <laughs> like, what's happening? Right. Don't look at me. Don't look at my thighs. Okay. Anyway. That's a thing. Wow. So I don't know. How that nuts. happened. Okay. We're almost done. I promise. There was a sex commune in upstate New York from 1848 to 1880. Okay. I thought that was really early because like sex communes, you think like an, like 1960s, right? Like you think right. like free love Hippy and dippy. whatever. Yeah. So think 1848 to 1880, there's a sex commune in New York. Okay. So everybody else is wearing corsets, buying hats and like, you know, mustaches and <laughs> I don't know, the automobile. I don't know. Meanwhile, these people are getting busy. 
It was called the Oneida Community. The Oneidans practiced a free love system where any member could have sex with any other as long as both consented. Nice. Seriously, ahead of their time, considering the sex communes we think of were 1960s and later. Yeah, that's cool. Anyway, when the commune disbanded, guess what the founder ended up getting into? He went into a different, um, he's really famous. I know that. You know Oneida? Do you know Oneida? Is that watches? O-N-E-I-D-A, I think. The watches? Silverware. 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 Yeah. So Oneida is a super famous silverware company. So if anyone is using Oneida silverware with dinner tonight, then just know that that company sex was started by you. a sex commune. <laughs> 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 um, this one reminds me a little bit of the Kellogg story that you talked about in the food episode. So like Kellogg was a nut who thought masturbation polluted the soul or whatever. And he made the opposite of a sex commune to keep people healthy, quote, healthy. But it's like the opposite. It's like there was like this sex commune. And then, you know, he was like, this didn't work out. So I guess I'm going to sell forks. (laughs) Bizarre. Anyway, I know. Get your (laughs) money. Listen, do what you need to do. Business is business. Love that. There you go. So that's that's all. Like, I am fully aware that this was like not a deep dive in any area of sex, but it was so difficult. Again, when I started my research, I was like, I can go down eight very deep rabbit holes and I need to refrain because I have to just keep this a broad brush situation and we've talked before about freud and like the psychological and like there's sexual repression so i mean you could talk about anything again the psychological effects of you know sex um again as i said at the beginning of the episode you could talk about fetishes um your sexuality as an identity you can talk about Pick a thing. I mean, there's yeah, so many different angles. It's fucking massive. And this it's is a so good. Big. Yeah. It's like yeah. food. It was like the food episode, Kendall. It was like yeah, the same. It's very it was similar. like, I don't even know where to begin, or even like as I'm writing this, as I was writing my notes, I'm like, it's so hard to stand track but whatever yeah. we'll do more later I don't yeah know. no i think this was a good introduction and i learned a lot too i learned a lot about uh it, first of all it never even the fucking crossed my mind like where the fuck does this story start actually and um we we conquered that in the first 10 minutes and then i think there was just tons of little uh interesting and uh <laughs> it's just a weird thing and like i <laughs> I don't know if it's the taboo around it or the cultural whatever. Just a weird, hard thing to talk about. So I totally, um, yeah, I, I think that this was a good start and more to come. And uh, yeah. We were so careful. <laughs> yeah. But it's you good. It's good. Like, it's good to be. <laughs> yeah. Because I think that people are so freaked the fuck out by it and they just don't need to be. And like. Everybody does it. It's literally it's like shitting. And like, that's another point. Maybe this is like because maybe in the next episode, this for me, like sex to me. Has I'm I I have like a light stuff. What's that called? An easy stomach, shaky stomach, weak stomach. Mm hmm. 
weak stomach is a phrase. Yeah. And like as a gay man, you like you have to become very familiar with like the end processes of your digestive systems. (laughs) And like that's not something that ideally like I pick up my dog shit and I'm like nine times out of ten, I'm gagging and five times I'm throwing (laughs) up. But I do it. So don't call my fucking landlord. Um But there's just like, there's just, I don't know. And and like, I, I, I kind of use like sarcasm and uh, 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 jabs, like quick little things to like talk about it in public. Um, but it's always like, I've never, I don't like not offended, but like, it, it's, it's funny how many times when you do that, you actually get people being like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like I totally get that. That shit happens yeah. to me all the time. Bah, 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 bah. Because just like you said, it's just everybody all the time. We Everybody's all do got their thing. And like, again, <laughs> fetishes, I just feel like would be <laughs> such an interesting episode. It would be a funny episode. It would be an insightful episode. I don't know. I think it'd be an interesting one, but I think you're right. Like everybody lives this and it's just, it's just beyond that first layer of superficiality. And like, once you get past that, it's like, you know, and you get into a relationship and how many people I hope like this is so idealistic and narcissistic, but how many people could listen to this and say like, yes, like that rings true. And I can't, I'm not comfortable to talk about it with other people. So I hope that that's what we're doing for them is we're talking about it. We're saying this is fine. It's normal. Like you're fine. You're fine. It will all come to pass. Don't worry. Everybody lives this. Everybody's had it for like tales of this time. You know how many people like probably like did dirty stuff in the 1800s that like are in portraits like with their hand in their fucking pocket like looking like they're super cool and chill and asexual mm-hmm. it's like no i know you got weird i know mm-hmm. you got weird mm-hmm. you know alexander hamster. graham bell thomas edison i know you right. got weird tell me oh, for, you sure. for sure <laughs> for sure tell me joy so Love anyway, yes. yeah, so that's it. Okay, so same old stuff uh, we move on to. So follow us on social, please. Um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Is that it? Yeah. Um, we have an email, amateurintellectuals at gmail.com. If you have any thoughts, if you want us to cover any topics, happy to do so. Um yeah show us your love please 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 typical plea uh, and that's it <laughs> yeah i think you covered everything um we'll be back next week and i think that's it sex <laughs> <laughs> this is the resolution thank you